dolphins and jags. What a drag! Welcome, football fans, to the Surf and Artificial Turf podcast. I'm Baxter Hill. This is my co-host, Casey Thompson. Casey, how was your August, buddy? Congrats. Thanks, Baxter. man. Oh, no, we haven't that. talked since the last time <laughs> yeah, our podcast, yeah. so <laughs> this, this is, is it. it. This is the first time you've congratulated me. Yep. Congratulations on your one-month-old. Thanks, um, man. Congrats to me for being sick multiple times since the last spot. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently a symptom of long of a uh, long COVID is having a weakened immune system. So that mm. plus the start of Elliot's school has just done me in. Um, but uh, past month has been, well, it's been focused on that, right? Elliot starting school, mm. um, Ellie starting school. I, I, I believe that's a momentous occasion. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's had its moments, but it's gotten better, um, as time has gone by. Um, and beside that, man, just really <laughs> prepping, <laughs> prepping for the football season, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fantasy football drafts and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really particularly remember doing anything special. Uh, or anything like that over the past month or so, but really just looking forward to tomorrow. How about you, buddy? Yeah, Uh, great. Couldn't be better. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Jack came into the world uh, very soon after our last pod, uh, been taking care of a newborn, been, been, you know, how that goes. It's it's been pretty standard. He's a pretty chill baby, so it hasn't been uh, too difficult. but yeah, I mean, just uh, watching uh, some college football, watched uh, mm. some uh, Colorado, got got in on that hype train, got to watch uh, Coach Prime in his first game, mm-hmm. watched a little UNC, watched mm-hmm. uh, um, begrudgingly watched some Florida against Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, man, just getting ready for the football season and uh, taking care of the two the two youngins so what are you drinking tonight uh juice force ipa voodoo ranger we almost did it we we <laughs> almost had the same beer voodoo ranger juicy haze ipa uh great to be back i'm very excited to get back into our pod uh so this is going to be uh if there's anybody new welcome uh this is our normal kind of setup for the regular season. We will be doing our previews and our recaps for the games. Obviously, we're not going to do a preseason recap because, as we said before we left, uh, preseason does not matter. But this time, what we will be doing is we're going to do our preview, and then we're going to get into uh, some beer bets, and then we'll hit uh, the final segment, which is everybody's favorite segment, Casey's Casino Corner. But first... Let's get into the previews. Um, So I'll go first with the Jags. What we like to do here is we give a key offensive matchup and a key defensive matchup, kind of talk about it. Normally we'll give our PFF, uh, the PFF grades for those positions, but obviously we don't have that yet. So 
I'm just going to go off of it here. I got my key offensive matchup, which is going to be the Colts coverage versus the Jags receiving core. Uh, the Jags last year in their two games versus the Colts had a total of 400 passing yards, 235 and 165. But not only with the trade of Stephon Gilmore and a rookie replacing him, you have the addition of Calvin Ridley. This uh, offense is going to be as much of a pass-first attack as they were last year, but they should also be significantly more efficient in that. Um, some more big plays, some more explosives. Uh, if the Colts cannot stop the Jags from scoring quickly and getting on the board through the passing game, it's going to be a long, long game for the Colts. Yeah. Um, you know, especially concerning the opposite side of the ball, right? Um, yeah. That passing game is quite concerning at this point. Mm-hmm. Definitely not uh, AR's strong point at this point. So uh, they can't afford to be down a lot early. Um, and um, yeah, I, I am curious. Uh, I, I did, you know, I think we kind of hemmed and hawed or at least differed um, on the philosophy of who and how long you start in the preseason um, starter wise. I think you're going to see the benefit of starting Trevor Lawrence and Ridley in all three games uh, because you can see it in the second game. Uh, you can see it. We're going to know that we're going to, you can see it in the last game that uh, they, you know, we're starting to, you know, really develop a repertoire. Right. And I think going into it without any game time, is just a bad move, especially for Ridley who has not seen game time in about two years. So I think this, that was a good decision. Um, and obviously it's easy to say that retroactively because there were no injuries uh, for the starters uh, that mattered. So, you know, that's really the only risk. The one reason that you don't want right. to see it, you know, your, your um, reasoning, but I thought it was worth the risk. I thought that we, they, Lawrence really should be out there because you don't want to start slow. Um, and uh, you don't want to take a whole half, for example, to really start. So I mean, it happens really for a lot of NFL football teams in week one. Don't get me wrong, but it would be a real bummer if you lost this game. And so I think the best way to win it is scoring early, mm-hmm. and getting a lead, and just making it much more difficult for how the Colts are currently constructed to come back and win this. Yeah, sure. So yeah. as Doug Peterson said last year, you pass to score, you run to win. I think that that's going to be, you know, a very, very much how this game goes. I think they're going to be passing the ball early. They've got so many offensive weapons that they can that they can scheme, that they can use differently. Uh, Zay Jones looked good in the preseason. It's just, it, it'll be important for them in a lot of games. Um Maybe not as much this one, but it's going to be important for them to start fast and to get ahead of people uh, because of how we feel a little bit about their defense. And going to that side of the ball, uh, my key defensive matchup is the middle of the Jags defense versus the Colts. Uh, Currently, you've got uh, Devon Hamilton out. 
Foley Fadakasi coming off a foot injury, and Eddie Lacy questionable with a hip injury. Is it Eddie um, Lacy? Yeah. Uh, the fat Eddie Lacy has come back and been, become no. a defensive tackle. He put on that much weight. <laughs> Wait, what? Did I put his name in here wrong? No, that's that's his name, right? It's just funny that he has the same name. <laughs> it really Now you're making me second-guess myself that his name is not Eddie Lacy. <laughs> and that... I wrote him his no, name down. Yeah, I think what no, happens... Tyler Lacey. That's what I, I oh, did. That you, yeah, man. you're right. Tyler Lacey. Thank you. I like I like the idea of Eddie Lacey over the past ten years, just yeah. adding weight and becoming defensive tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyler Tyler Lacey. Thank you. Um, I had you know running backs on the brain. Uh, <laughs> this is not going to be a game where the Jags are going to be or should be getting a lot of sacks. Right? You're not. This is not the kind of game where you're trying to come in from the edges as hard as you possibly can. This is a, this is a game where you want to play contain on the outside. Do not let Anthony Richardson get onto the edges of your defense. So you're going to be trying to funnel him into the middle, and then it becomes this defensive line that has one of the starters, potentially only Roy Robertson Harris of the ones that you wanted. Depends on if Foley can play or not. Um and then it you know comes down to tackling and coming up and making stops from your inside linebackers and your safeties. Uh, so I'm really looking at the importance of the the Jags middle of their defense being able to hold up at the point of attack. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Obviously, the biggest concern here, <clears throat> you know, especially and even for like the linebackers to keep up with AR. Right. It's going to be um, a challenge. So I am curious, you know, it's a rookie quarterback. Generally, they don't perform well, especially the very first week. So there's a lot in your favor. If you see AR lighting you up, and I know we both love AR, but what has happened this offseason with the Colts and the fact have, you know, it's a rookie quarterback in his first week. Mm. It would not be a good sign if the Colts go out there and put up 28 points solely based on AR driving the field mm. and things like that. So, um, you know, it yes, it could be a sign of like oh, AR. We're right on AR, and you know, he's going to succeed sure. and yeah. be the you know Justin Fields, Cam Newton, that type of quarterback, and be successful. But I, I would lean that it's actually more likely that your defense is going to be a problem. And without Hamilton in there, obviously it's the biggest one. Um, it's it's concerning. You know, we talk about the lack of depth in the offseason. And you're already going in with a key right. guy on the yeah. IR. And you look at what's behind him. And it, it, there is a significant drop-off. Hamilton was doing so well in the in the preseason and training camp. Um, you know, it, it it is going to be noteworthy. And... You have to rely on certain second-year jumps in Trayvon Walker and Devin Lloyd to help you uh, contain AR. And so it's going to be a really true test. I'm really curious what that looks like. Um, I know it's just the first week. It's just one game. But it is an interesting test case because you would think the odds are in your favor from a defensive standpoint. Mm. So um, typically week ones are under specials all around. Um, And... That should be the same, you know, case for for this game. So we'll see. Yeah, and I would not generally say that uh, having a full time spy quarterback spy 
uh, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, there's a, a, a player, generally a linebacker or a safety, whose primary job is to just kind of follow the quarterback around. They don't drop into coverage. They don't blitz. They just kind of stay home. Generally, I would say that that's not a good uh, strategy. You know, like thinking about other running quarterbacks, you know, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. It's not smart to have a guy be a spy at all times on these guys because they can they can pass and you're taking one guy completely out of coverage. I would say in this game, however, I wouldn't hate the idea of there being a spy because uh, their outside perimeter wide receivers do not scare me in the least. I think you could leave you could leave Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams one-on-one on the outside and they would be fine. And AR's not very strong at this point in time and passing in the middle. So I would expect, or if I was the defensive coordinator, I would have De- a, a player of De- Devin Lloyd's caliber of athlete uh, spying AR and, you know, just following him around and, because you cannot let this guy get to the edges, so and you, you cannot would, let him you beat would you deep. Prefer that over almost a cover zero type of situation where you have I'm Cisco the, yeah, up. I, I would not play man. No, I mean I would, I would, I would play zone and have a spy, whoever they decide it to be. If they decided they wanted to, it to be Cisco, that'd be fine with me. Um, I think Devin Lloyd is bigger, and I think that if they if they play intelligently and they just try to contain Anthony Richardson, you know, that is makes it more of a benefit for Devin Lloyd because then he doesn't have to chase him sideline to sideline. If you get into that kind of game, we, we saw it in the preseason. You know, uh, AR had a zone read that he fumbled and bobbled it. He didn't drop it on the ground, but he bobbled it. He was still able to get it, and he was still able to get to the outside and stiff arm a defensive end. Like you just you cannot let that kind of stuff happen in this game, or he's going to pick up fifteen yards on the ground. Sure. Jags, first pick'em of the year. Jags thirty-one, Colts seventeen. Jags twenty-eight, Colts twenty-four. Oh, golly! Uh, all right. I cannot imagine them scoring that many points. Um, go ahead. Hit us with the uh, the Dolphins. All right. Dolphins, Chargers, plus three, 425 kickoff in Los Angeles. Um, you know, another season of dreams ready to be crashed and burned into the ground. Uh, but we're starting off um, <clears throat> strong in, with, you know, potentially a different type of offense. Um, there has been a lot of talk of you know relying more on our run game more than we did last year. This is the perfect time to do it. The LA Chargers were 30th in the NFL in run defense. I understand that we were 24th, um, but uh, I think you know, half the year we didn't have, we weren't relying mostly on most dirt and stuff like that. Uh, it seems like Akane and Ahmed will be, um, <laughs> just as painting rocks and just making as much noise as possible. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's not, that's not a joke. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is where we're at in our lives. 
rock painting. Polygon yeah. painting rocks, baby. <laughs> Does it get much better than that? What's up? Oh, she also tested. Uh, oh, I forgot to announce. We have a new fish. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and she tested the pH level, I believe, of the fish's water. Maybe some other tests. She's been running a few uh, scientific uh, <laughs> testing of all the different uh, levels that need to be uh, met for this one beta fish. Um, he was coined Fishy Fishy Blub Blub Woody in the car ride home, I believe. Um, and uh, he lives on our counter here with quite a little setup for just himself. Uh, mm. Last week we went out and purchased two shrimp and a snail. We are down to one snail um, remaining, uh, and I believe this is because he has a shell. Uh, beta's quite aggressive, and the lady at Petco was like, "Is your beta aggressive?" And we're like, "Not sure. Just got him." Um, and turns out he is, or she, you know. Um, hashtag feminism. So um, that's that's the story about our new fish, and she was testing Man. some levels. That was great. Um, our run game hopefully will improve this year. Um, the, uh, the one big question mark going to this first game somehow already. Here we are. Teron Armstead um, might not be playing. But um, I do like our offensive line a little bit more this year. Um, Eichenberg no longer on there. It's a big step. Having Isaiah win there instead uh, is going to be nice. Um, and... I, I think that using our running backs more often will be beneficial in multiple ways, especially early on in the season. One, of course, is less risk to Tua um, to get injured. Um, and two, it will just help us. One of the bigger issues is that we could not run the ball last year against the Chargers, and they focused heavily on our passing game, but we kept going at them and going at them. And Tua had his worst game um, of his career, accuracy-wise. And it was a lot of disruption of timing and things like that, knocking Tyree Kale off the line and things like that. And I was going to bring that up as the main, you know, um, key matchup. But I think before you get to our passing game, which has been so successful, and Tyreek is healthy now instead of being injured in that game last year, I would like to see us run the ball more and early and often here in the season and in this game. I've been so distracted by the fish. Uh, yes. Um, run game. Important. Uh, like, <laughs> That's again, your analysis like by Mike, Baxter. <laughs> yeah. Run game. Run game. Good. Uh, Mike McDaniel, one of my favorite coaches currently, uh, also came up, you know, as, as a run game guy. Uh, that's what he started doing first with Kyle Shanahan uh, before he became the offensive coordinator there. Uh, it was wild to me that their run game was was not uh, as efficient as I was expecting it to be last year. I expect that to be much improved. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, for me, it's, you know, these this might might be the best wide receiver duo in the NFL and Hill and Waddle. So a lot of the running is still going to be to set up the pass. Uh, They're still going to be passing the ball a ton to Hill and Waddle. I think that, you know, as you said, Tariq Hill being hurt in that game uh, definitely slowed him down. This game coming in fresh 
should be should be a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I, I see where you're going. Hopefully, they can get their run game going a little bit more efficiently this year than they did last year. On the defensive side of the ball, um, it's really a question of what this coverage scheme looks like uh, this year with Fangio, you know, as the new defensive coordinator and a, a defensive back room that was significantly injured last year as well. But we were 28th in the league in coverage, and the Chargers were 11th in um, receiving. And, you know, that's probably only going to be improved with Quinton Johnson and Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator. So I um, I think that's a key matchup for us to see what that looks like going forward. I understand we don't have Jalen Ramsey, uh, which obviously is a big loss in games like these. Um, but we mm-hmm. still have our biggest addition. That's Vic. Um, that defensive scheme from a coverage standpoint is going to be very interesting using the safeties um, more often and in different ways will be an, uh, very um, honestly fun to watch. I, hopefully, right, um, from my standpoint, having Howard and Kohu and an, an addition, of course, of Cam Smith, along with a few other guys that were injured last year back, Nick Needham, Brandon Jones, guys like that. Um, it, it will be fun to watch. But, uh, you know, I think the the key in our defensive back room at this point um, and the one I'm most excited to watch is Javon Holland. Um, I, I'm looking for him to take a leap forward in his third year here. And he, he, he didn't flash as much as he did his rookie year last year. But I think it's mostly because he was in a tough situation with poor defensive backs and there was a lot put on him. Now you have a better defensive back room and a much better defensive coordinator. I'm really excited to see him. And this start, this first game is definitely a big test. And what this offense looks like for the Chargers is going to be fun to watch going forward. Um, expect a lot more deep balls. And so that's kind of where you expect Javon Holland to be more of a playmaker. Yeah, that was going to be my point is you just don't, it'll be, I think you picked the correct matchup, uh, the secondary versus the pass catchers, just because they have Herbert and he is such a special quarterback. And this will be the first game where you're seeing what Kellen Moore's offense is going to be designed around Herbert, right? Because I don't, they're not going to run the same things that, that, that Dallas ran because, Herbert can just do things, so many different things and better than what Dak was able to do. Sure. So it'll be interesting. You know, you're going to probably see some first first half, um, maybe playing a, a little bit more of a basic defense, I would imagine, while you're just trying to feel out what the Chargers are going to be doing. But with the talent that the Dolphins have, they should be able to keep up with them. It should be it should be an interesting game. I personally am expecting a lot of fireworks. Give me that. Pick them. Uh, Dolphins 28, Chargers 24. <laughs> Dolphins 41, Chargers okay. 38. Okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> Classic we're below, week, we're below last week one. Yeah. Out. Yeah, classic week one, almost 90-point game. All right, let's get into it. Season-long beer bets. 
Do you want to do the Jags and Dolphins specific ones first, or do you want to do league-wide? Let's do Jags and Dolphins specific, because I have to think of one more league-wide. <laughs> sure, sure. I'll get us started here. ETN will have 1,500 all-purpose yards. He had 1,441 last year. I think you know a lot of people are making a big deal out of the tank picks becoming in, thinking that he's going to cut a lot of ETN's workload out, and I just don't see it that way. I expect ETN to take another step up and improving and being more efficient in his running. And also ETN had as many goal line carries as tank Bigsby had in the preseason. Doug Peterson even commented that, that tank Bigsby is going to start off as a guy who's just going to be there to spell ETN. And as the season goes along, he might cut in more into his workload to see what he's able to do. But it's going to be the ETN show to begin the year. 1,500 yards, all-purpose. Pass. ETN. Ooh, okay. Casey does not take. Yes. <laughs> kind of crack your arm. Of course he's going to hit 1,500 yards. But <laughs> well, he didn't yet. He didn't last year, and now he's got another guy behind him who's more efficient than who was there before. Mm-hmm. He was out a couple games, right? I don't believe so. I mean, if he if he, he might have missed like, I mean, he definitely didn't miss any like significant time. Maybe a game. Hmm. I don't know why I thought he was out. And now we're just gonna talk it through. Bop doop dee as we go. Look, he started twelve games last year. That's weird. Yeah, start. But I mean, he also had. Um, but why, why? James Robinson was. Oh, James Robinson was technically the starter for some games last year. Okay. For, for the first couple. All right. Um, Jags, 10 wins or under? You think that – so if they win more than 10, I, I get it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take that one. I knew you would, brother. <laughs> they're they're just again. I definitely want to just make sure that I, I'm not. Their their schedule is set up so well for them to win more than ten games. I don't think that they're the best team in the AFC. I think that they are a top AFC team that uh, has maybe the best possible schedule right now. All right. My Dolphins-specific one. You were just talking about him. I'm going to keep banging this drum because I may be my favorite Dolphins player. Javon Holland will lead the NFL in INTs. Sure. I mean, I'll take that just because of odds. <laughs> yep. I would love to see it, though. <laughs> I love Holland. He's my favorite Dolphin. I thought he would do something a little bit more last year. It did not, but we'll, we'll ride this train again. Tyreek Hill breaks the single-season receiving yards record of 1,964 yards held by Calvin Johnson. What's the number one more time? 1,964. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll definitely take it, but <laughs> I, I definitely think that it's obtainable from Tyreek Hill. I mean... 
watching him against the Jags, he had that one pass that it's he so, just so made ridiculous. like four it's guys so, look silly and they so were like, stupid. all right, get out of this game. Yeah. So it's like if if two had played all season, he probably would have broken it, right? He was probably on pace, Tyreek. wasn't he? Tyreek was injured. So if they if it, right. yeah, yes, if they both played, he was on pace at, at some point last year. It it it, it yeah. is almost um it, I mean it's crazy to say this, but that's almost like the only way he wouldn't get it. because <laughs> um, he's just so yeah. talented. And there's so many weapons in this offense, it's like impossible to structure your way your way to just cover him because you're screwed otherwise if you if you did that. You can't leave mm-hmm. Waddle and our running backs and all, you know, everyone else open. So yeah. Um but yeah, I get what you're saying. It's still, I'm saying he's going to beat a record, which is kind of ludicrous to say that, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll take it. It's definitely obtainable though. Uh, all right. My bold Jags and Dolphins. Jags will increase sack total from last year by <laughs> 10. So they're going to go from 35 to 45, which would have been tied for seventh in 2022. So I'll take And Trayvon it. will oh, at least... Okay, I'm not done. Okay, sure. I'm this is bold. Yeah, yeah. It's already this bold. Is bold. It's already bold. Trayvon will at least double his sack total, three and a half to seven. Okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's not as bold. <laughs> I guess I don't see how you could possibly hit the first number if Trayvon doesn't make a significant right. increase. Um, well, that kind of goes hand yeah. in hand. I'm going to take that. And my bold is going the other way. Um, you know, Josh Allen had seven sacks last year. Wait, maybe seven and mm-hmm. a half. Or was it straight seven? It was just straight seven. Josh Allen, six and a half or less sacks this year. Oh, I'll take it. Uh, Josh <laughs> Allen under six and a half. Not named captain. So Josh Allen, not. Great. So if you look at if you look at pressure rates and like conversions into sacks. Oh, yeah. He was very, very unlucky last oh, year. Yeah, I know. I'm fully aware compared of to the other players. So, I'll definitely take that. I think he kind of regresses back towards the mean, and he'll get you know pretty close to double digits. I would expect double digits, but we'll see. All right, moving on to league wide, CMC rushing crown. I mean, I'll take it just because odds. Yeah, but um, obviously the favorite. Um, mm-hmm. we, we saw what he could do in the second half of last season. Uh, yeah, I'm giving you the field. I'll take. I'll take the. Yeah, I'll take the leader. Um, three new playoff teams in the AFC. Ooh, from last year to be clear in AFC. So you want to read them off? I'm trying to think. I'm yeah. I'm trying to think of like who the wild card teams were because. Dolphins, I think that Chargers, Ravens. Probably yeah, I mean, I'll take you on this one. Um, I can only really see like one or two teams that weren't in the playoffs making it, but I'll take it for sure. All right, my next one. Russell Wilson is benched for play. Not injury. brother um it's got to be and i'm not and i and i'm not saying like he throws like four picks and it's in like the fourth quarter and they're like 
sit. I mean, like he's got to be like benched yeah. for like a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I can definitely see Sean Payton doing this, but I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Hit me with your next one. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals start 0-8. Oh, this is this is perfect to go along with my, <laughs> my bold one. Start 0-8. Because one of us is going to be right here and one of us is going to be wrong. I'm going to take this, just especially because of my bold bet. Bucks win less games than Cardinals, and Kyler starts more games than Baker Mayfield. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I'll take that. I think we've gotten to the point with the Cardinals where everybody believes that the same exact thing is going to happen. Everybody believes that they're going to tank. Everybody believes that they're not going to play Kyler Murray. And at some point in time, uh, NFL teams don't do what everybody thinks that they're going to do. Whether or not it's the right thing, which I would agree that it is the right thing for them to not play Kyler Murray, to get the first pick overall, to get Caleb Williams, and to trade Kyler Murray for a uh, first or a couple of firsts, whatever they can get for him. Th- this is not how most NFL teams operate. If Kyler Murray can play, I expect that they are going to play him stupidly. He's going to play. I tend to agree with you. Um, I saw Gannon's speech, and I'm like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, He's going to start Kyler Murray. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so this is why I did not make this my bold, they're going to go in 0-17 bet. This is my <laughs> I caveat 0-8 uh, because it seems less likely that he's back in the first eight weeks. Um, but I do think uh, we – we see Kyler because I mean, I, I tend to agree with you in some ways. In some ways, I'm also like the decisions this team has made in the offseason and trading away Simmons and um, doing a quarterback shuffle and now starting a guy that they got off the waiver wire. Well, no, it was a trade. It was a trade, but who was potentially mm. going to be released to the waiver wire um, and coming into a new offense and starting week one. We'll get to that in case he's casino corner. I, I, I just think that, um, I, I don't know what to think of the cards, but I don't think they're going to start off. Not strong. intelligent. Yeah. Um. <coughs> I do. I would say though, that I feel like if they do go zero and eight, they will not. I do not expect Kyler to play. I don't know. They're going to have to pick up a couple of wins I, along the way. If I'm, I don't know, man, Gannon, Gannon really concerns me from a, we're get, we're approaching this guy might be fired in the first year type of concern. I mean, mm-hmm. he just, he has that. He's not good. Um, you sent the text today, the offensive coordinator for the Jets, whose name is the Broncos coach. Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett, right? He's mm-hmm. got the Hackett vibe um, where uh, he might not be fit to run a team. And, you know, we haven't we haven't seen him in terms of making game decisions. Like Hackett was real bad there, uh, but the lack of leadership might be pretty apparent. And I mean, I could see this locker room falling apart. Uh, they got some some speakers in there um, where I could see guys like Hollywood Brown and you know people coming and saying this team's a mess and it starts from the top. Uh, being our head coach. So um, that's 
I don't know. That's my concern there. Um, I got to make a bold bet. Um, kind of off mm-hmm. the top of my head here because uh, I don't have one. Um, so um, the Super Bowl will be Dolphins-Eagles. Okay. Take that one. All right. We've got our, mm. our beer bets locked and loaded for the season. Or fortunately for some of you listeners out here, we have maybe three more beer bets. We're going to find out what the third one is live here, potentially. Okay, here we go. <laughs> but the first two are, drum roll, please. These are the chess specials. <laughs> this are week, we counting these as beers? Yeah, always have. Always will. I just I feel bad for you. Oh, I do have the third bet. Jess already gave me the third bet. Okay. Starting with them getting. This okay. week it was announced. Well, publicly at least. Um, Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner were spotted together at a Beyonce concert. These two okay. lovebirds. I don't know how to spell any any of these people's <laughs> you're names. Fine. Okay. You're fine. These two lovebirds will break up before the Super Bowl. I have no, absolutely no context for this whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to take it. I can't imagine, I, I, again, zero context, but uh, Hollywood romances, uh, they burn bright, they burn fast. I, I will not take. America's new favorite couple is Zendaya and Tom Holland. <laughs> And these two lovebirds okay. will be engaged by the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, uh, sure, I will take this one, I guess. Um, why not? Uh, they they might be engaged, but they might not announce it. So I'll go ahead and I'll take that bad boy. This last bet might not settle until... F- about November of 2024. So this is really violating your regular season beer bet thing. But here we are. Tua Tungvaluwa will have his second child before the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, he's very private, so we might not find out about him or her until nine months after the child is born. Yeah, we'll leave. We could leave this one open. It did. I will. I will take. Uh, this one might take a little while to resolve, but you know we'll 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 go back. We'll check our records. We'll we'll check birth dates. We'll check uh, birth certificates. We'll see when that child was born. All right, moving on to everybody's favorite segment, Casey's Casino Corner. All right, all right, all right. Um, let's start strong with a homer bet. Dolphins plus three over Chargers. Um, I got you. I think I'm. I think I did that, didn't I? You did that. What is that? What does that mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Am I? Am I pick them? Oh. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, Chargers basically don't have a home field. Um. So the the question really is, do you view these teams as even teams? And in my mind, I view the Dolphins as slightly ahead of the Chargers. The fact, at the very least, is that even if they're even teams, Dolphins catching three points, 
Take that every time. Next one. Casey's under special of the week. I don't know if you're bringing your own. Are you bringing your I own? Did, okay. I do have one. Eagles Patriots mm-hmm. under 45. I saw that one. I like that one. But again, I like to try and hit that real under and yeah, get yeah, yeah. Uh, as close to under 40 points as possible. <laughs> but that, that's a good one. Patriots defense coming out strong. They were real good last year, and that is going to be their strength this year. Mm. Expect a lot of running from both of these teams early on while they're fully healthy. And expect two really good defenses. Um, combine that with week one of the season. Tom Brady possibly in town. Under 45. <clears throat> Last one is, of course, the teaser special of the week. <coughs> God, I'm not going to make the end of this pod. Um, <clears throat> You're almost there. Commanders are facing the Arizona Cardinals. Tease them down from seven, minus seven to minus one. Basically, Commanders just have to beat the Arizona Cardinals. The Steelers are paying, playing the San Francisco 49ers. The Steelers are two and a half point underdogs. Tease them up to plus eight and a half. Steelers plus eight and a half. Commanders minus one. Two teams. Six point teaser. Sounds good to me. I, I can't find fault. And any of your bets feel like you're going to go undefeated this year in your bets. Well done. Thank My you. under special of the week. Titan Saints under 41. Uh, both defenses are probably the strength of those teams, especially with the Saints. You know, they're... Offense is newly constructed with Carr. We'll see what that looks like in the future. I can't imagine that it's going to be strong week one, especially without Kamara. Under 41 points. You have anything else you want to say for the uh, the pod here, Casey? I'm excited to be back. You know? Um, Me too. Here we are again. Um, and let's let's hope that we can start. Just talking to you. We haven't talked at all this month. No, I haven't texted at all. Um, and... Nope. Um, you know, let's start off strong with a double win and, um, you know, keep it going from there. Pop that champagne. Yep. All right. We will be back next week. Uh, you can find and follow us at surf and artificial turf, all one word on X. You can email us at the same thing, surf and artificial turf at uh, gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe for us on Apple podcasts. If you'd be so kind and thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you all next week on the surf and artificial turf podcast. Mm-hmm.